Hello beautiful goddess and welcome to the Hello Goddess podcast. I am your host Mandy Dia de Grace. I am a Reiki practitioner, a wellness lover and a spiritual seeker. And I just wanted to apologize because I haven't done a podcast episode in so long. Uh, I just really needed to take time for myself to reconnect with my truth and to realign my brand into something that was more authentic. And so I'm really excited because I'm going to be posting a lot more things on social media, on my podcast. I already have a few guests lined up, so stay tuned. As you probably noticed, I am in a new room. Uh, this is actually my Reiki room. My boyfriend did everything. He did the floors, the ceilings, the paint, and it's so beautiful. Maybe in a different video, I'll do a little tour to show you guys uh, my space. But basically, this is where I'm going to film all my videos. And hopefully soon, I'm trying to find a website that will do it for me. I'm gonna have a decal in the back with my logo. That would be so cool. <laughs> If you're just listening to the audio, you're probably like, what is Mandy talking about right now? Uh, but just a reminder, all my podcast episodes are actually also uploaded to my YouTube channel. You just look up my name, Mandy Dea De Grace or Mandy Dea Wellness, and you will find it there as well. Okay, so I wanted to start my podcast again with a bang, and I decided I wanted to talk about a topic that I found truly fascinating. Uh, it might be too much for some people but uh, hopefully I'll bring my light energy to it and you'll be able to uh, maybe make some realizations and shift your perspective on something that is really really important. The topic for today is finding meaning and purpose in your life. Finding meaning and purpose in life is so important. It's so important. Uh, if you haven't really thought about it, hopefully this episode will open you up to new horizons and a deeper way of living your life. Uh, I'll give you guys a little bit of a background story so you can see how I transformed my own perspective on meaning and purpose. To be honest, I didn't really think about that that much until I was about 20 or 21, uh, I think it was 21, I had like a really deep spiritual awakening. And that is something that I talk a lot about on my podcast because one of the pillars of my brand is spirituality. And I'm so, so, so thankful that I went through this process because my life is so much more beautiful. There's so much more um, texture and richness and beauty and love because I connected with this aspect of myself and because I really asked myself the bigger questions, the deeper questions about life so that I could truly feel that I'm fulfilling my, um, my purpose and my meaning of life. So basically, yeah, I was 20 or 21 and I was hanging out with my best friend and we were laughing, like trying to ask ourselves like deeper questions, but it was kind of a joke almost. And we were like, you know what the meaning of life is? We were laughing like, I don't know what the meaning of life is. Nobody knows what the meaning of life is. So I actually just posted the question on my Facebook. Uh, I want to know your opinion. What is the meaning of life? And I got so many, like so much feedback. So many people wrote, wrote down like what their thoughts were. And I didn't really expect anything from it. Like it was a joke. <laughs> but it really opened up like my eyes because the the answers that I was getting were like um, really profound. I remember this one comment said that 
Oh, the meaning of life is very simple, is to have a legacy so that you can become immortal in your own way, uh, which means like leaving something behind that the world can remember you by. And I was like, ooh, like this, I thought it was so interesting to read the comments and to see that uh, people were actually thinking about these things more than I realized. So asking that big question, it really got me into um, philosophy and inspired me to study religions. So this is something I did on my spare time. Like it was just one of my passions to understand um, what different religions, ha like what are they, their thoughts on the meaning of life and what, the, um, what philosophies thought about the meaning of life. There's so many different perspectives and attitudes toward that, and I wanted to find my own truth. And that's something that I highly, highly recommend you do as well. Uh, don't take anything I say like the truth, because what might be true for me might not actually resonate with you. So I'm just going to talk about all the different philosophies that I, I learned about. And if something clicks for you, then good. And if not, well, hopefully it would have been still a, an interesting episode to listen to. So before I go into more uh, philosophical perspectives, I just wanted to give you guys a background of what is the scientific perspective when it comes to the meaning of life or the purpose of life. What I've learned through school and from my own um, understanding, own research, I learned that science is not about how, uh, science is not about why, it's actually just about how. It's to explain processes, not to explain why they occur. Uh, that is the job of philosophy and religion. So basically, a lot of uh, very scientific people, not all obviously, uh, are atheists because they believe that there's no rhyme or reason that the universe exists, it just is, and there's no purpose except the one that we ascribe to our own lives. And I, thought, I think that's the most common um, belief about the meaning of life, like there's no, there's no meaning that goes across the board. It's just really what you want to give meaning to in your own life and the purpose that you want to have in your own life. Basically, a lot of atheists and agnostics and people that are into more like um, like nihilism and those kinds of philosophies don't believe that there's any meaning to life. They don't believe that uh, we have an inherent purpose. What we they do believe in is that since we're here, we can create that because we're intelligent beings. So we can, can create meaning, we can create purpose. So if that's your stance, it's still very valid and interesting. And um, for me, it's like, it doesn't matter what you believe, as long as you're a kind person and you're not hurting anybody else, that is 100% okay with me. For me, what happened is that after a while, that explanation was not enough. I needed a deeper understanding of my own existence. I was literally going through an existential crisis, trying to understand why I'm here and my purpose in life. And so um, I was feeling this calling, this pull into something deeper. And one of my favorite poets, Rumi, one of his quotes is, um, let yourself be silent, silently drawn by the strange pull of what you really love. And that would describe what happened to me perfectly because I remember just freaking out, asking my mom, like, why am I here? Why am I here? 
and she would answer mandy you're here to live life you're here to like meet someone have children uh obviously it's okay if you don't want children there but that was kind of the explanation that she wanted to give me and i was like but there should be something more like i didn't know it was more spiritual at the time but really what i was looking for is developing my own spiritual beliefs so i really dove deep into studying religions and philosophy and i read a lot of books um, about trying to find yourself and all these things that i was questioning myself about and so um, one thing that I realized is that there was this one thread that went through all religions and it's called the golden rule. And so the golden rule is to treat your neighbor the way that you would want to be treated. And this is within every major religion in the world. Obviously, we don't always practice it, whether we're religious or not, doesn't matter, but that's a very beautiful rule to live by. And so that I knew I wanted to adopt that, that belief right off the bat. Another thing that I noticed was very common across religions and philosophies is that um, the meaning of life is growing in wisdom and in love. That may seem simple, but when you really think about it, it is so profound, it is so big, because what is there more to life? Like, there's literally not anything more powerful than love. And what is most interesting about life is to grow, is to grow in wisdom and in love. And so those two key elements, I truly try to align myself to the most loving perspective that I can at any moment in time. Obviously, I'm a human, so I have emotions. I'm not always going to be loving, <laughs> even though we try our best. And the other attitude is I try to acquire wisdom as much as I can and obviously share that. Uh, when, uh, the, third, um, the third thing that I notice in a lot of religions is the, the purpose of service. So how service serves the world. Service is extremely powerful and that's something that a lot of people overlook when it comes to creating a philosophy for yourself to live by. Uh, but it's so, so powerful because you as a one single human being, you can make so much of a difference, you don't even realize it. Kind of picture like a drop going, dropping into water, the ripple effect of that tiny little drop of water. That's you. And you can try to find a way to serve humanity in your own way. It could be volunteering. It could be creating podcasts for people to listen to, opening a business, working for a charity. I mean, there's the list goes on. You can literally find the way that speaks to you the most that you want to serve the world because the world needs you. Something that I really notice within a lot of people going through a spiritual awakening is that they go from being self-oriented into service-oriented. And one of the reasons why, and that's my fourth, fourth belief, fourth point, uh, is that we understand that we are all one. The illusion of separation is no longer there. So we understand that when we're helping somebody else, we're essentially helping ourselves because there is a spark in us that we're all connected to. And that spark is whatever you want to call it, God, the universe, love, uh, inner peace, namaste. 
um namaste literally means i see the light in you um so basically yeah just like connect with other people and understand that every time you try to divide yourself from others you're literally dividing yourself from yourself and disintegrating yourself um, that's why one of the most powerful spiritual practice that we can have is service and community and connecting with other people my fifth point i think i'm at five now <laughs> uh my fifth belief about um the world about spirituality is that one of the highest spiritual practice that we can have is gratitude um gratitude could literally change your whole life and according to a study that i stumbled across not too long ago uh, the practice of gratitude is actually more powerful than a low dose of antidepressants. So if you are practicing gratitude, I know it sounds cheesy, especially if you're just starting out. It's so awkward. Uh, it's kind of like affirmations, like people say affirmations in a journal or in, in front of a mirror. And it's like kind of cringe at the beginning, but you have to like just wait it out. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make an impact in your life. But gratitude journaling is so good and you have to go as deep as you can, but also talk about the little things in your life that you're, you're grateful for. Like, I'll give you an example right away of what I would write in my journal right now. I would say I'm so thankful for this ring light around my, my camera so people can see me clearly. Uh, I'm gra grateful for the trees to give me the oxygen I need to breathe. Um, I'm thankful for my boyfriend, my family, my friends, for this community of people listening to me, watching me on the other side of this phone. I'm thankful for my journey, for bringing me where to where I am now. I'm thankful for the things that I got, um, like negative things, quote unquote, negative things that happened in my life that changed the, the course of my of my life because i wouldn't be where i am right now if it wasn't for all of these things so yeah like i'm not going to go into detail on every religion and philosophy because i want to leave that to you if that's something you want to do uh, if that's something that in interests you on your own spare time but i wanted to take like a few things here and there and create my own spiritual beliefs and that's why i'm sharing all of this with you right now because this is only my practice. This is only my beliefs. But if it can help you, there's a few things that I say that you really resonate with and you want to apply to your own life, then great. I've read a lot, a lot, a lot of books that talk about like um, spirituality from a new age, new agey mindset. And I thought it was really interesting. I mean, uh, I there's a part of my brain that understands that it's hard to know what's actually the truth, like the universal truth of life. I I could agree that the only thing that I know, like know in my heart that the meaning of life is, is love. I think that love is probably the the material that holds worlds together. Like I, I honest, honest to God, that's the only thing. If I could give you one thing that I've learned throughout the 10 years of my, of my spiritual practice, is that love is everything. Love cures all. Love is just, once you feel it, you feel whole. That's literally, and it's not not just the romantic love, not just a friend's love or the family love, it's the universal spiritual love that you feel in your heart. That you are okay, you are whole, you are enough, you are needed, you are beautiful. 
but yeah I was reading a lot of books about like the perspective of um, why we're here and if you believe in reincarnation a lot of people in those books would say uh, we're here to learn lessons to grow in love and wisdom and so basically we would incarnate here from souls into human beings and it's kind of like this giant classroom where bad things happen to us so that we can learn through contrast. What do I mean by that contrast? Uh, from a spiritual perspective, contrast means um, understanding its opposite so you can really truly see what is in front of you. An example, how would you know what light is if you didn't know dark? How would you know what up is if you don't know down? How would you know what love is if you didn't know fear or hate? And so the explanation makes sense to me that we are here to learn what true unconditional love is. So we have to know its opposite to really, really grasp the meaning of love. So what some of these authors argued is that what happens through life, through incarnation, is we learn forgiveness. Um, forgiveness for ourselves, forgiveness for others. And through unconditional forgiveness, we can truly, truly connect to the meaning of love. So to summarize all of this, beyond whatever religion you are in or what your beliefs are about God, I think that we can all agree that the world needs more love. The world needs more forgiveness. The world needs more gratitude. The world needs more wisdom and the world needs us to be more of service to others. So if you would have asked me 10 years ago, what's the meaning of life, Mandy, according to you? I would have probably just laughed and said, I don't know. <laughs> but now, now uh, that I went through this journey of self-inquiry and connecting with different philosophies and religions, I would say that the meaning of life is love. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be uh, like a full book <laughs> of uh, explaining what the meaning of life is. Really, when you think about it, children know this. Children are pure love and we get kind of conditioned out of, out of that. But yeah, if you can reconnect with your inner child and understand that everything is beautiful and love, I think that will really bring a lot of purpose and meaning to your life. Sending you all of the love, all of the light and Ricky energy. Bye!